As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Megan and Nikki here, and we are back for another weekly installment of what's becoming our weekly show, Nikki. We're going to have to come up with a name for this. We are. (laughs) I was just thinking that. I was like, we keep going live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. It's time to come up with a name for our weekly show. Agreed. Guys, if you have any thoughts, feelings, and emotions on the topic, please uh, put it below. What should we call our show? Yeah, we should have like a suggestion box. If we were in person, we would have a suggestion box. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. Totally. Well, we're so excited to be back with you. I think this is our, what, our fifth week in a row of bringing you the hottest topics we can possibly come up with. We've been tuning in. We've been listening to you over the last few weeks and months about what it's like to develop and fill and run your group coaching programs. And Nikki and I have got some really cool things in the works. We've got a new program coming out. We have some really cool workshops that we're going to be telling you about at the end of today's live. So make sure you stay on for that. And hopefully you will sign up and join us. Our next one is on September the 9th, our next workshop. So uh, we're super excited for that. So today we're going to dive into a really juicy topic on the number one thing to master to keep your group coaching clients coming back for more. And if you currently have a group coaching program, one of the things that might be a little bit annoying and a little bit frustrating to you is that every single time you are ready to open your group coaching program up for enrollment again, it doesn't matter how you're launching that, whether you're following a challenge model or a webinar model or a multi-week training model, you just feel like you're kind of starting all over again from scratch in terms of enrolling a group of brand new people into your program so that you can meet that same income you were generating every month before with the previous group coaching program. You know, it's kind of like you're almost repeating the same cycle of what it was like to have one-on-one clients. I remember when I had, you know, just one-on-one clients and you would go sell up to a, a, you know, a group of people, bring them on as one-on-one clients, but then their contracts would end, their payments would stop and you, you figure out real quick, the next month you're going to be back at zero in terms of how much money you're making. So you better go back out there and five, find five, eight, 10 more one-on-one clients so that you can ramp that income back up. And then you thought you were getting rid of that when you transitioned into groups, but it's kind of repeating itself all over again. I know I certainly experienced that in the very beginning and had like no clue how to keep my clients longer in my group coaching programs or in my ecosystem. So we're really excited to dive in and tackle this topic with you today. Absolutely. And, you know, I want you guys to, if you are listening to this, let us know if you're watching live, let us know if you're watching the replay and really just share with us what your group program is, how long you've had it, because we're reading these comments and we're here to support you. And before we kind of dive in, we know we titled this like the number one thing you need to master in order to keep your clients, you know, coming back for more, but there are some myths that we have to bust 
first because the, changing your thinking around certain uh, almost false beliefs that are out in the ecosystem will help you retain more clients. And so uh, we've got three for you here. And I'd love to see, Meg, do you want to take the first one? Yeah. So we are literally talking about probably my most favorite topic. Nikki and I talk every day. So she knows like client retention and keeping clients happy and helping clients get results. And just the whole client experience is literally my most favorite topic. So it might be my favorite Facebook live that we've done so far. Um, so everything we're going to share with you with these myths, it, it does fall into the category of, again, remember like what's going to keep my existing clients around longer. What's going to keep them showing up in my program, engaging with my content, coming to the Q&A and coaching calls, asking questions, engaging in the community, getting results. And then, oh, by the way, either staying in that same program for another iteration or remaining in your coaching ecosystem, right? You probably have other offers that you're making. And so that's exactly what these myths are around. So the first myth is believing that all you have to do is ensure that your client gets results. And as long as your client gets results, they're going to either renew in your program or bump up into another level program. Or maybe some of you have a membership site as a continuity program or this other place where people can go once they've worked with you in your group. Other people may offer VIP days or one-on-one when somebody's done with your group. But it is absolutely a myth that people will stay with you longer if they get results only, right? So you can't just help people get results. You can't just help people get the result you're promising because the client could still not have the greatest experience of your brand, of your program, of the community in the program, of you, of any aspect of, it could, it could the program could be hard to use. So you can have some real winners join your program and they're going to get results regardless, right? A lot of people go into group programs with this idea, I'm going to get results regardless, right? Like I'm that kind of person, Nikki, you're that kind of person. And no matter what experience we have in any group coaching program or mastermind we join, we go in with the mindset of I'm getting results come hell or high water. So it kind of doesn't matter what happens here. I'm still going to get results. But that doesn't mean that we're a happy customer. It does not mean that we're happy with the entire experience. It doesn't mean that we're satisfied. And I don't, I don't know if you're listening to this. I don't know if you are, you know, asking your existing clients to complete a feedback form um, while they're in your program. But let's say that you are, one of the most important things you're finding out in a feedback form is your client's level of satisfaction with the program. And a really high satisfaction score, it doesn't come from the fact that they're getting results. So it's so important that you are looking at the whole client experience. Yes, you should be helping your clients get results. Yes, you should do everything in your power and they should do everything in their power to make sure they're getting the result that you're promising in the program. But we also want our clients to feel and be happy. And we also want our clients to really be looking at the whole entire program and every aspect of it so that they're really, really satisfied. It's the combination of results plus client happiness and satisfaction. It's those two things combined that really support this incredible client experience. 
And that's where someone's going to be making this decision when it comes time of whether or not I'm going to stay or I'm going to go and I'm going to find what I'm really looking for. So, you know, don't think that, don't get surprised. Let's just say it this way. Don't be surprised when you have clients that got incredible results with you who do not stick around. And oftentimes they won't tell you. They actually will not tell you why they're leaving. They'll just praise you and give you all the praise. And you'll sort of be left wondering like, what happened? They got results. They told me all these amazing things and then they bounced. It's because they actually weren't that happy. Yeah, and and take a moment and just think about any group program that you've been in, because I think so many of us have been in group programs and ask yourself, like, did I get results? And why, if so, did I renew? And if I didn't renew, why? Because your clients and customers are going through the same things that you've ever gone through working with someone else, whether it was in group or one-on-one. And so if you stay connected to that, then you can start seeing what Meg's saying is like myth number one, just because they were happy or just because they, you know, happy with the results they got does not mean that they were happy with your program and that they're going to keep coming back for more. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And for the business owner, you know, that can be really confusing. That can be really confusing because, you know, I think all of us, we are so hyper-focused on making sure the client gets results which you should be focused on your clients getting results. But sometimes it's at the sacrifice of the total experience that the client is having. You know, you know, for example, like one of those is how are you incorporating community? How are you helping your clients connect with each other and get to like genuinely get to know each other, not just see each other on a Zoom call once a week? How are you doing that? How are you facilitating that? Because that is something that's going to help increase that satisfaction score and increase that happiness level. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's myth number one for you. If you are sitting there going, Ooh, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Definitely put it in the comments below that you're like, yep, I, I just assumed that if I got people results or if they got results in my program, that they'd be happy and they just keep coming back for more. You are not alone. That's why we are busting that myth. All right. And as much as Meg was like, I could talk about client retention all day. Like as you go for those of you that know me, I could talk about marketing all day and client enrollment. And the second myth is that your marketing does all the trust building for you, right? Now, if you've heard that marketing, um, you know, it, the whole point of marketing is for people to know, like, and trust you so that they buy your programs. If you've heard that, like, I just need to get people to know, like, and trust me, put that in the comments below because I freaking hate that saying for specific reasons, right? Mm-hmm. What I say is that it's not that they need to know, like, and trust you to be able to buy your program. They need to believe that your program will help them get a result. They just have to believe enough in your program. And the reason why that distinction is important is because when somebody joins your program, that does not mean that they trust you, right? So if you're sitting there thinking, well, my marketing helps people know, like, and trust me, and then they join my program and therefore they trust me, you're operating inside your group program, especially in the beginning under the assumption that these people that just signed up with you trust you. They don't trust you. They just believe a little bit more than they disbelieve that your program can help them. But they're still 100% evaluating, looking at what you're doing, maybe even doing a little judging right in the beginning of the program. That happens for like the first 90 to 100 days easily, where they're formulating, deciding, making decisions, you know, changing their opinions of you. 
And one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they're like, I developed all this trust. People like me. It's magic in the marketing. And then somebody enrolls in their program and the onboarding process, sometimes even the sales process, like all all of those other processes are completely different. Like the, the branding is different. The promise is different. The way that you come across is different. The way that they feel most importantly is different. And when you have a disconnect with between the way people felt when they were in your in your presence, right? In your marketing, feeling like, oh, I believe that this person could potentially help me based off of their program. And then they go in and they're like, I no longer believe that. When there's that disconnect, you have a problem, right? People start feeling bamboozled. They start feeling like this was marketed a certain way. I got it. And then they saw it and they were disappointed, Right. How many times have you seen a trailer for a movie and you're like, this movie looks amazing. And then you pay your movie ticket and you go see it or you pay to like stream it or something. And then you're like, I just wasted time that I will never get back because what I thought I was getting and what I actually got was completely different. Yeah. I love this because, you know, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to sit here and like knock what anybody's doing in like their marketing process, but You know, what's so important to remember is that when clients join your program, obviously in your group program, you are teaching them how to do something different or better. And oftentimes you might be teaching people like your way of doing something. So to a degree, there there is this like, okay, I've like seen you around on on the internet. I joined your conversion event. I love what you're talking about. I love your results. So just like you're saying, Nikki, There is this like heightened level of belief, but what's so important to remember when a client enters into your program is it is your job and this takes a little bit of time and it takes like effort. You've got to have a plan in place for this. There is still like such a level of indoctrination that has to be done on the way that you operate your business. So it's even, it goes even beyond the way in which you're, asking your clients to operate or behave or think so that they can get the result that you're promising. Yes, that's part of what you're delivering inside of your group program, but you're also indoctrinating your clients on the way you operate your business. And again, it goes back to like all these myths, like just, they all just sort of circle circulate around each other. It goes back to, you know, that first myth of your client could still get results in your program. Because if you're letting the right people into your program, you should be letting people into your program and inviting them in, people who could actually get results, people who could actually be successful in your program. So if you're having these really high levels of success and people getting results in your program, it doesn't mean that they actually like the way you do business. It doesn't mean that they actually like the way you're operating your program, their program. It doesn't mean that they actually like the way you're operating their your business. It doesn't mean that they actually agree with your philosophy on how you're running things behind the scenes. And if that is misaligned, they're not going to they're not going to stay in your ecosystem. 100%. And that's why, you know, I think what we're doing together is so important because oftentimes, you know, I help people get folks into their program and then folks are in their program, they're like, "Woohoo, I hit these revenue goals, magic." But then they have people that aren't retaining like that they're not staying with them. They want to leave. They're not happy. And it's because you need to, as much as you focus on getting people into your program, you need to understand what you're doing the second they're in your program and matching that 
energy, matching expectations. So marketing in a lot of ways is setting expectations and you need everything you do after somebody like swipes their credit card to match, if not exceed those expectations. And so as much as I love marketing and you know, a marketing a marketing person will always tell you the problem is in your marketing and the solution is marketing. However, no amount of marketing will help you fix a unsatisfied customer problem. Love it. And this goes right along with myth number three, which might be my all-time favorite. I mean, not all-time, but like out of these, it might be the favorite because I don't think people have ever really heard of this. So myth number three is that your clients are deciding to renew to work with you for another round of your program, or like we've been saying, renewals, maybe they don't re-enroll in the same program, but maybe they're joining something else that you have for offer. But it's that they're waiting until the end of the program to make that decision. And that could not be further from the truth. Let's say that you've got a program that is six months or longer, six, nine, 12 months. Like a lot of group coaching programs these days are six to 12 months, because for a lot of what any of us are teaching and sharing and helping our clients achieve, you know, if we're helping someone solve a big problem and create a big result that they can sustain for a long time, that's that's going to take a little bit longer for someone to really understand the breadth and depth of our work and like ultimately experience that incredible transformation that we want them to have and that they want to have. So if your program is longer than six months, your clients are deciding by around about 90 days in your program, if they're going to stay or if they're going to go, meaning if they're going to, you know, continue to engage in the program, they may still be paying for it, but continue to engage, come to the calls, go into the membership portal and watch the videos, um, engage with the community, be a participant, be a contributor. And then, oh, by the way, stay for another round when their, their, their time comes up for renewal. I was chatting with Sean and I um, had some friends over. We were filming some videos for an event that they're doing. And we were chatting about this topic. And I was asking them, I was like, hey, you know, you guys have taken a lot of group coaching programs. You've been in a lot of masterminds that were six to 12 months long. What has your experience been like in this industry with programs? Like, have you joined some and just knew right off the bat? Or, you know, have you stayed on like, Who have you really found to work with? And they didn't tell me any names. I said, I don't want to hear names. I just want to hear about your experience. And so they shared two really specific experiences that they had. Um, These were programs that they joined that were 12 months long. Um, The business owner running the programs was already at a seven-figure or multiple seven-figure-a-year level in their business. So they were not new. They had been around for a long time. All the program, like they had all worked with like hundreds, if not thousands of clients up until that point. And so our friends shared with us, they knew within two weeks, the 30 days that they were ready to leave both of those programs. And they shared, they shared a number of reasons why I'm not going to get into any of those reasons, but it's really like within those first 90 days, your client is assessing whether or not they're going to continue working with you or not. They are not waiting until the end of the program. And we see so many business owners who are running group coaching programs literally wait until their client is up for renewal. 
they're waiting until the last month of the program or they're waiting until the last week of the program to even bring up the conversation of renewal. You should actually know what your client is thinking in terms of renewal with somewhere within the first 90 days of the program, even if the program is is 12 months. So, you know, just really take that story I shared about our friends that have, they've had this experience at least two times where they were like, we're out and they didn't even ask for their money back. I mean, they kept paying, but they were completely done and they're not going to go off and say great things about those service providers or about those programs. So like you just lost the word of mouth and it's just so important knowing that what's going on inside of the head and the psychology of your client who has already purchased your program, like you said earlier, Nikki, they are doing a full-blown assessment and honestly like judgment of you, your program, your process, your team, all of it, because what's going on in their mind is, is this a place I see myself staying long-term? Because I'll tell you the truth, you know, we kind of have like this like epidemic in our industry and we see so many coaches making posts about this all the time where they're just sort of bad mouthing all the clients that are coach hopping and program hopping and course hopping and buying all the things. I'm here to tell you I can only speak for myself and I'm, you know, I do a lot of research on this topic. Nobody wants to actually do that. Nobody's actually saying like I want to coach hop. I want to program hop. I want to course hop. I'm going to see how many things I can rack up. I'm going to see how many courses I can buy. I'm going to see much how much stuff I can spend my money on. We don't do that with our doctors. We don't do that with our dentists. We don't do that with the chiropractor. We want to find one and we want to stay and we want to stay for years. I'm not trying to find my daughter a new dentist every 6 months. She's got to go every 6 months. I don't I want to find one and I want to stay. Till she's 18, as long as I live geographically close, close to the dentist, I don't want to move. And your clients don't want to either. Nobody wants to do that, but they're doing it for a reason. And we can stop that from happening by understanding that what your clients are actually thinking in their minds in the first 90 days of the program and really think about and take to heart client, the conversation around client retention, because nobody is thinking like, I'm just going to join your program so I can leave as fast as I came. They're leaving for a reason. They're leaving for a reason. And we have to take that into consideration. I was getting hot on that topic. No, I, I get it. I mean, <laughs> my parents are retired and my mom wants to spend, you know, half the year in Florida is what she's currently thinking. And she, you know, the, the, six months in a day, right? So that we can have the tax benefits. But she says to me, she's like, yeah, because I want to come back to New Jersey because I don't want to find another doctor. Like, do you have clients that are like, I would partially, even if I move somewhere else, I would still come back to you, you know, metaphorically, because a lot of us have online businesses, but even if they were distance away, the time difference was different. Things were terrible. They would still say, you know what? I have such a positive, amazing experience in your ecosystem that I will come back regardless of where I live, regardless of what's going on with me. Right. That's something that's so powerful that I don't think enough of us think about. Yeah. I mean, hair is important for me, right? Like I've got blonde hair and blonde and I color my hair. It's been, I've been getting my hair colored since I was in eighth grade and to, to color blonde hair, like the blonde I want, 
it's not easy. It's, it's just not, it's not like that easy to get like the color that you want. And so I haven't gone to that many hairstylists since eighth grade, like less than a handful. I think like four where I've been like super loyal to as long as I've lived within driving distance. And when I graduated college, I had gone to the same girl for like three years when I was in college. Once I find one that's good, I'm loyal. And I moved back home after college and it was a two and a half hour drive. I still drove two and a half hours back to my college town, back to that hairstylist for almost three years. And the gal that I have here in Florida, if I moved away, I mean, I wouldn't fly here just to get my hair done. But if I was in like, I would take a whole day. I would take a whole day. If I had to drive like three, four, five hours one way to get my hair done for three and then drive back, I would drive that far because she's that good, but not because she's that good because of the relationship she's built with me, because of how she and her sister run their operation, how they lead their team, how all their employees function with each other. It's a whole experience. It's a whole feeling. I'm not just going to go to somebody because they can do a really good job with my hair and I get the result I want because that's the result. But when you're walking into that store, the customer is having an entire experience of everything going on in your store And I know, you know, we're not talking to people who have brick and mortar businesses. We all have online businesses. But when people are receiving your emails, when people are going into your membership portal, when they're in your Facebook group for the program, when they're on the calls, like every single shred of interaction people are having with you, your content and your team and with the other clients in your program, they that's the whole experience that they're having and the way that they feel when they are interacting with all those different elements in your program. So Again, like nobody's thinking in their mind, you know, actually I'll say this because I think this, I think this needs to be said. We've really entered into this phase in history with all the technology that we have with such a low barrier of entry in this industry and literally almost every industry that exists now where you've got to realize that every single one of our potential clients, like every single one of us, me included, you included, We have got endless options. We have so many options for the thing that we want. And it's so important for us to face the reality that we need our clients more than our clients need us. They're coach hopping and program hopping because there's somebody else they could go work with who's just as good, if not better than you. And maybe you've heard things about this other person that they're working with, but they went there for a reason and they left your organization for a reason. And I'm not saying that clients are going to necessarily stay with any of us for 10 or 15 or 20 years, but we really need to get into reality about we are, we are currently living in a customer economy, which means the customer is the one who now gets to kind of make the demands. And we need our customers and need to keep our customers longer than they actually need to stay with us because they could go find somebody else tomorrow because there's that many options available. I'm with you on that. (laughs) No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And and, uh, I think that is why it's so important to truly understand who you, who you can help, like who your right customers are, right? What type of support experience do you, they want and that you can deliver, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you can have it so that it's a win-win, right? Then you, your clients will stay with you longer. But 
if you don't think about this strategically and have a plan for it in advance, you will not be able to retain your customers, let alone forget like year over year, you won't be able to retain them like month over month, right? They, yeah, they yeah. be in your program and maybe still technically paying you, but be completely checked out. That, that's no longer yeah. a real customer. That's someone who's just paying their obligations because they feel like that's the right thing to do. Correct. And we've probably all done that. Yeah, I've totally probably done. all done that. I've yeah. totally done. I've done it. I've done it. I've actually done it more than once. Yeah. Um, I've done it more than once in like extremely high ticket programs as well. Yeah. So like the big, the number one thing here to take away is that you, you know, you really owe it to your business and your company, yourself, your goals, your uh, bottom line, your future, your ability to build wealth. I think you also owe it to your entire clientele and your entire book of business that you've got to have a client retention plan, like you were saying, Nikki, and not wait. Like when I say client retention plan, I'm not talking about like, well, what's my renewal plan at the end of the program? Like what's the email I'm going to send out or what's the conversation that I'm going to have? Because it's actually like, it's way too late at that point. If that's the first time you're thinking about it. Your client retention plan is actually the first 90 days of your program, even if you have a 12-month-long program. So that's the big thing. Um, this was awesome. I love this conversation. We It's a hot, it feels like a hot topic here. I'm like almost sweating. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I got a little heated. I'm not going to lie. I was like so into what you were saying. You like said something to me. I'm like, what did you just say? I was so like thinking about what you just brought to the table. And I think a lot of people watching this are like, I have not been thinking about this either at all or at the level that I need to if I want to retain customers, right? And so we busted some myths, but at the end of the day, like Meg said, like the number one thing that you're going to need to keep your clients coming back for more is a client retention plan that again, isn't like, hey, you're about to, you know, phase out in three days. Like what you want to keep, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's like, what are you going to do when they enroll in the program, those first 90 days and have a plan that is, uh, that you're not like, oh, I just created this once and I'm done that you create, you implement, you review, you see how it's working for you. And you're open to making adjustments along the way. Yeah. And that's one of the things that Meg and I believe wholeheartedly when it comes to creating plans for both client enrollment and client retention. You have to have a plan and you also have to have a way to revise that plan and do it over and over again and optimize it. And one of the things that we really wanted to bring to you guys, like those that have existing group programs, is a community and an environment and a program, you know, ecosystem that helps you build these plans, implement these systems and retain your customers. Because ultimately what will happen as a result of this is that you'll be able to double your group program revenue more than once, right? You'll be able to do it without burning yourself out, without doubling your time and effort. And you'll be able to increase your client results and happiness. And if you're like, what? That sounds amazing, right? Like put in the comments if that sounds good. If any, which of those sound great to you, right? Being able to double your revenue, being able to increase your clients' results, being able to retain more clients and customers. Like if those things are exciting for you and doing it without burning out, without doubling your work, then you'll definitely want to send us a DM because we have, as Meg mentioned at the beginning of this live on September 9th, we're doing a, a workshop 
And if you're with me, I like to label things exactly what we're talking about. So it's called the Double Your Group Program Workshop because we're going to help you double your group program revenue um, without the burnout, right? So if you want to learn more, send us a DM, comment below. We're happy to talk to you about the workshop and give you the details so that you can enroll. Again, it's happening on September 9th. Um, you'll be able to watch the replay if you can't come live. So if that's something in the back of your head, that's like, oh my gosh, I can't make the full workshop. Don't worry because you'll be able to watch the replay and we're doing a separate Q&A so that, you know, if you watch the replay over a weekend or things like that, you can come back to us in a group setting and ask your direct questions. So this is just something, it's one of many things that we have coming to you uh, this year as we're we're entering um, or continuing through the back half of this year that we truly believe in because I, I have experienced bringing people into the program, like the enrollment piece, and then the whole client enrollment <laughs> piece was taken care of, but client retention was not, not in place. My curriculum wasn't on point. Like there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that didn't create the best of experiences for my clients and customers. And um, there are some of you that are feeling the same way. And so that's why I love that we're, we're here together in unison helping people. Yeah, it's fun right? Like, yes, there's work to be done. Um, and it gets to be so much fun when you're in a room with a group of people who are not only, you know, running existing group coaching programs, but like, let's do it the right way. Like, let's do it from a place of integrity. Let's do it from a place of our ultimate expertise. Let's do it from a place of like getting to do it in a new way. I think that What's kind of happened in our industry, and it's very natural that this has occurred, is that, you know, everybody is just kind of like taking group coaching programs from whoever they're taking them from. And they're like, oh, that's how you do a group coaching program. So they may not be in a program where they're actually being taught all the things about running a group the right way but they were inside of a group coaching program. So when it comes time for you to create your group, it's very easy because this is human nature. Actually, we all do, we all do this because human nature, we mimic and we just mimic what we, whatever example we saw, we mimic that. I mean, if you go, I'm a huge Serena Williams fan, which by the way, if you're not watching the U S open, watch it. Cause like she's retiring. It's like the end but I was reading an article that she had written. I think it was her Vogue article. And she was talking about how when she was a little girl, the, the reason why she was so good and why she could win and she didn't have to go through all the mistakes is because she mimicked her sister, Venus. She mimicked Monica Sellis and she mimicked Martina Hingis. And if you don't know the tennis world, that's who was professional when Serena was like a little girl. And she goes, I didn't have to make all the mistakes they made because I watched them and I studied them and I watched why they were losing and I watched why they were winning and I figured it out. She mimicked people. She mimicked and then she figured out like her own way. A lot of people are running group coaching programs based on the experience they had inside the group coaching programs that they've been in. So you just go mimic what you are a product of. But that doesn't mean that that is the best way for you to do it in your own business and organization. And it doesn't mean that's the best way to serve your clients. So we're going to also eradicate this whole 
I'm just going to go like mimic what everybody's doing. And that's why clients are joining group coaching programs and they're not actually having a different experience than the last 14 group coaching programs they were in. And we have to change that. So, but you get to do it in this really fun, cool, new, exciting way where you're really putting care and concern of your client top first. And then, oh, by the way, like making really great profits at the same time. And doing it in a way where you're not burning out from it because there's no, there's just no sense in that happening. We don't want that to happen. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And if you resonate with what we're throwing down, just like send us a DM. We'll talk to you about the workshop we have coming up and then uh, give you what you need to be able to make a decision for yourself if it's right for you. Um, But I'm super excited about what we're bringing. I know Meg, you're super excited as well. And uh we're here for you. We're here because we really want to change the game and have people think about um, their business and in this particular instance, their group programs a bit differently so that they can raise the bar. Yeah. Awesome. So shoot us a DM. If you're running a group, you want to hear some more details about the workshops we've got coming up, literally DM us today. We want you in our community. We want you at the workshop. We want to serve you. We want to give you this information, get you going on the right foot with your group. Um, So shoot either one of us a DM and we can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.